My name is Sam Bradford and I'm a chartered financial planner and also a keeper of chickens in my garden. My mission is to help people have a healthy relationship with money, one where they can feel educated and confident to make their own financial decisions. Financial Chat from the Chicken Coop provides bite-sized financial education and nuggets of information so that you can be empowered and inspired to create financial freedom and build up your own nest egg for the future. Hi, it's Sam and it's more chat from the chicken coop. Now today I want to talk all about financial well-being. Now we hear this word quite a lot now in various articles, but I want to have a little chat about what it might actually mean because I think that it's something that we don't always consider. When we think of our well-being, we consider our well-being around our health and certainly our mental health. We're just coming out of the lockdown last year and people have been feeling anxious about things. Well, it's been no different for financial well-being as well. And financial well-being is all about feeling secure and in control. Now, if you Google that word, financial well-being, it says it's about knowing that you can pay the bills today, can deal with the unexpected, and you're on track for a healthy financial future. So in short, it's being confident and empowered. But I believe that security itself is actually a feeling. It's not necessarily a number. It's a feeling that you have, like a peace of mind, that you're secure, that your loved ones are secure. And when we look at traditional financial planning, often when people, um, or when I was advising years ago, we would be encouraged to talk to our clients and say to them, well, we just need to work out what you want from your life and then you just spend the money on that. But so often we don't really consider what we really, really want. So financial well-being helps you reflect and understand and appreciate not just the money you have or maybe lack of it, but also your relationship with money. We spend such a long part of our waking hours doing things to actually earn money. So much so that making a living almost defines who we really are. We go through life making decisions about money without giving much consideration on how they all add up. But as your career tends to progress, you realize that just earning money for money's sake doesn't actually deliver the long-term overall feel-good effect that it should. However, that tends to be what we are told. We are conditioned to think we have to go out and get a career But before long, we're getting closer and closer to retirement. And we realize that actually, what have we done in our lives? Have we actually lived our lives to the fullest? And then concerns around money start becoming a source of worry and stress. And these money worries impact our health, our personal relationships, as well as our performance at work or within our own businesses. So I think that these ongoing concerns about money could impact your careers and we need to approach personal finance in a different way, looking beyond just earning and spending money. But to create financial well-being, we need to stop chasing the money itself and consider what really makes us happy and try to obtain money in isolation can lead to loss and meaning and purpose. You feel less motivated around money and a lack of fulfillment. If we start 
talking about money and and how it makes us feel, then it can help us to understand that there are other people out there who feel the same way and increase our sense of financial well-being. So let's have a look at what makes us happy. Because when we're born, we're not born naturally with all of the prejudices and expectations that others place on us. In the most part, we're born happy, free, uncaged, untamed, and able to to think of our future, whatever it might be. But then we have expectations, influences, and that could have been from your caregivers, your teachers, whoever that might be. And suddenly you lose sight of what truly, truly makes you happy. Now, there's been lots of research on what actually makes us happy. And it's been boiled down to five key areas. One is career. Two is social interaction. Three is financial four is physical, and five, community. So in essence, if you have all of those, then you should be a very happy person. But if we look at financial in isolation, this is actually the only one that doesn't give well-being in itself. So just having money is not going to give you well-being in itself. And I've seen this in my career many, many times over. If you have money and you use it towards some of these other things, whether that be choosing a career that you absolutely love or starting a business that is a a passion of yours, uh, having social experiences with people, take holidays, for example, or going out for dinner. Physically, you can look after yourselves better when you have more financial well-being. And then, of course, with the community, the financial element of making us happy can actually lead to all of the other areas, too. And I really do believe that with the financial, that if you consider yourself on a desert island, you might have piles and piles of pound notes. Oh, we don't have pound notes these days, do we? But you know what I mean. Ten pound notes, 50 pound notes, whatever they are. But it's not going to bring you happiness on a desert island because actually you can't do anything with that money. But if you have the other areas, particularly around social relationships and purpose, then you will have true well-being. So financial well-being does need to be considered. And these are the dogs in the background. No chickens today. They're out and about foraging for their food. But uh, (laughs) the dogs are certainly making their presence known during our podcast today. So when you look at financial well-being, there are five key pillars to enabling you to have financial well-being. One is having a clear path to identifiable objectives. So knowing where you want to be, clarity, what really is your purpose in life? Where do you want to be? Then you need to take control over your daily finances. That could be as simple as an income tracker, understanding where you're spending your money each month, looking through a bank statement and just taking each line to make sure that there aren't any unknown expenses that have been slipping through the radar. It's a very simple job. It would take you five to 10 minutes once a month if you get a credit card statement or a bank statement through, but it can make a big difference when you have control over your daily finances. 
Being able to cope with a financial shock is quite an important element of your financial well-being because knowing you've got a an emergency fund behind you that should the worst happen, and it could be something simple like the washing machine breaks down, um, you know that you've got a little bit of money to one side that you can use to replace that to then make the rest of your life run as smoothly as you want it to. Having options with your finances, knowing what you can do with your money is really important. And this is where it leads around to financial advice or financial planning and education. I'm a big believer that education is important with financial planning. So you need to make sure that you understand what's out there. Unless you engage with information, and that could be just picking up the phone to us or to any other financial professional and just asking the question or coming on one of our programs to help you to be educated around what financial options you have. It will empower you to know what you can do. Even if you don't have the money now, you know what you can do with it when you do have the money. And clarity and security for those we leave behind. One of our biggest fears, and we've noticed this in the last 12 months, is that our loved ones are important to us and we don't want to leave them within a financially burdened state. That We want to make sure that they are looked after and they have the security that you would want for yourself. So look at your life assurance policies, look at what you have got, make sure that your financial affairs are in order so that your loved ones aren't left with that task of having to deal with things themselves and not knowing what you have and having to uh, not only go through quite a difficult time or a very difficult time, but also having to deal with the financial burden as well even if it's literally just the paperwork. So hopefully I've given you a little food for thought around financial well-being and a few areas that you may be able to look into yourself and why it's such an important area. So you see this phrase financial well-being and now I've given you a little bit more context around it. I would love to have more of a discussion with you one-to-one if you fancy it. But until then... And until the next podcast, take care, everybody.